back in the shed again. We've got more yet more stuff. It just never ends. Keeps going. Uh, I'm pretty sure Rich is going to dredge up other memories. Notice how carefully I said that. I didn't say more yet more memories. Didn't say that. He's going to probably get a few left over from Europe. And we've got a bunch of other stuff to cover in here too. Might even be time for some snappers from KJ. Never know. Come on with us. I think we're going to have a great time. The sooner we start, the sooner we enjoy. Right, boys? Here we go. Did I ever tell you about the shuttle bus from the parking lot to <laughs> Mont St. Michel? The other day, somebody told me that as a senior, 65 years old, mm-hmm. I know, kind of unbelievable, but there it is. I can get university courses for free. Is that how that works now? I would imagine that it is a f- fairly sharply limited subset of the entire range of options, but still. I'll bet you can take any undergraduate course for free. I, I just they, don't. They, they might just limit the number of spaces available yeah. because they need the revenue. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I just hadn't, re- I mean, I know I was told that before and of course it just went in one ear and right out the other, but now maybe With I'm ready to time. hear it. It's funny, every time Sue and I take transit, I always talk about what my fare is, you know, which is like two bucks when you're <laughs> off. So, and I just, I kind of rub it into her that I get the cheap fare. I, you know, never mind that we both share finances. Never mind. And really, the whole thing. And the difference of a dollar sixteen or whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> Sticking it to the man every day. Well, it's just like getting on the ferries for free as a foot traffic, right? You, yeah. when you're senior, you can go free. You're kidding traffic. me. No, I'm not kidding you. Yeah. Oh my God. That's amazing. It's huge. Cause it's normal, like 20 bucks or so. It's now. a huge, like you can march right into the Pacific buffet and just pig out on the money you saved. <laughs> <laughs> I have never, ever eaten there. Have you eaten there? Oh, and we, in a former life, when I was going back and forth to visit in, in-laws who still live in Victoria, we would take the kids and the whole draw, and in fact, speaking personally, a large part of the reason I even went was to eat in the Pacific Buffet. Okay, so what did you have? I can't remember, honestly. But would you have the, like, what do you call that, that the chefs, it's their slicing? Yeah, roast them. beef. Prime rib. Prime rib. Prime rib, yeah. I'd have whatever, whatever they offer. was going, and yeah. uh, it was, I just loved it. Because it killed the whole trip. Everybody was happily preoccupied for the whole trip. Mm. By the time you finish in there, you just waddle down to the car and you're, it's time to go. You know, you're done. <laughs> it's just terrific. Everything else about going to the island and depending on the ferries pretty much sucked. But the buffet, yeah. Yeah, I like taking the ferry, but that's just because I don't, I only take it maybe a couple times yeah. a year at most. It's gotten down now to where you pretty well have to buy the reservation. Because they, they have staff shortages. The next thing you know, it's only reservations that are getting on. It's like 12-hour waits. for. I'm, I'm pretty sure the supply chain is involved there somewhere. I think it's the chip shortage. <laughs> you know what it is? Ever since that ship went aground in the Suez Canal, young people just aren't coming into the workforce at the rate they used to be. They're yeah. all plugged up around the Suez Canal, yeah. milling about aimlessly like I zombies. I think it's the barge in English Bay that caused it all. <laughs> Hey, when's that barge going anyways? They're taking it apart right now. Oh. Piece by piece. That is sort of too bad. It's just amazing how how much stuff costs, right? Yeah. Like, I still think affordable housing was the way to go with that thing. Just roof it over mm. and then make it into just a rabbit warren in there. Just some kind of post-apocalyptic <laughs> thing yep. inside. People would be just coming out of the woodwork to get in there. You'd have millionaires wanting to go in there. You could do sensory deprivation work in there. No daylight. Months. <laughs> No pool tables. 
It's way <laughs> too out of level for that. I'm not kidding. <laughs> what happens to you if you spend seven months on an angle? Do you come out and just can't stand up anymore? You <laughs> fall right over? Your little equilibrium thing's just permanently buggered? I don't know what happens. Hey, I got a money-making idea, boys. Oh, nice. You ready? We live for these. Oh, I in this one, I don't know where I stand on this, but <laughs> basically, this came to me as in a dream because KJ has Buddy. Buddy's a new dog. Buddy, over the course of his lifetime, is going to shed a lot. A lot of hair is going to fall <laughs> off that dog. Oof, I think, tons. I think we should stop naming him. We don't want to draw him out of his sleep. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> he doesn't know his name yet, so you don't oh, have good. to worry. <laughs> So you can call him that idiot dog, just whatever. He's not going to be offended. So I think we should offer a service wherein we accept bundles of collected up dog hair from loving dog owners and weave it into dog garments, like little sweaters and stuff. It doesn't have to, the garment doesn't have to be made of a hundred percent because, you know, some dog for the hairs are kind of short. You're not going to get much of a yarn out of that, but you weave it in with more ordinary and then your dog is wearing its own fur to keep warm in the wintertime. And as an added additional extra bonus plus, even better, say you had a dog that you just loved and you'd collected all this fur up and the dog was towards the end of its time and it finally passes and you mourn for months. And then you get a new dog and you think, man, Buddy's not like Daisy. I really miss Daisy. Buddy's an idiot. (laughs) So you get... A little vest made out of daisy fur, and you stick it on Buddy, and maybe Buddy's going to smell that, and it's going to change something in his little brain. He's going to be a more like Daisy was, you know? You sell it that way. Of course, there's no scientific reason to think any of this is valid. Who cares? What does marketing have to do with science? <laughs> yeah, you don't need real science. No. But you do need the pseudoscience. Well, you just need a reasonable pitch. You want to hire Mark Cuban or something <laughs> to pitch. So there, that's it. I think it's, it's, I think that one's gold. You just take that straight to the bank. Mm-hmm. So it's going to get a little bit more detail here. So we collect the fur yeah. so people to drop it off at the shed. Or well, no, they, so they we mail have... it to us in big bags yes, or whatever, and, because, and then, you know, if and you've then, ever owned a black lab, you're talking big bags. What happens to the fur then when we get it at the shed We doorstep? spin it into yarn. We do? Yes. Well, or we subcontract that out to somebody uh-huh. who deals with that nasty horrible like profit. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, you just charge, I'm telling you. the Somebody the, in China? Yeah. The, China. The, <laughs> can't, I just can't. No, I mean, the pricing, the sky's the limit on pricing for this. You're talking oh, about emotions, right. you know. Oh, you're right. Oh, Daisy. You know, oh, 100 bucks. 600 bucks. Oh, okay, I get it. They're shipping it to us. I yeah. was going to say, what do we pay them for it? But no, it's for them. No, they ship it to us and oh, they say, it. please. And uh, the extra beauty. I mean, of course I would never do this because I'm a principled person. Mm-hmm. But really, what person is going to know the difference between tan colored hair that came from Daisy and tan colored hair that came from a couple of chihuahuas Whoa. in my place. Uh, you know, just start you shipping got, uh, them out. 12 year old kids color matching in the factory. <laughs> yeah, no, you wouldn't have to do any of that. You could do it straight up honest and make a killing. Cause I, I mean, look, they sell psychological counseling to dogs. They sell grave plots with headstones to dogs. They do all kinds of idiot stuff where people just pump thousands of dollars, doll hairs out the door on their dogs. Why would they not buy a garment 
Another the, idiot idea. Buy a toque to wear yourself so that you always have the smell and feel of your dog right there in your head. And it's soft. Oh, it's beautiful. The net loft on Granville Island has lots of dog hair um, uh, accoutrement. Uh, what? Scarfs, for instance. Well, I did not know that. Sure. So it's a thing. What? <laughs> Why does this always happen? Yeah, but it's a scarf. It's for humans. It's not, you're not talking about Why for the dog. And it's not happen. from your dog. It's from any it's number of dogs. random dog. Some rando there. dog that got put down in a shelter. I'm mm-hmm. going to go down there and protest outside that place. <laughs> put them out of business before we get our enterprise off the ground. No, I think it's- Good sky, one though, Skin. Sky's the limit on this It's boys. a great idea, Skin. And I do think, you know, you could sell humans toques. And you could think, well, Boo's gone now, but he's still keeping me warm in my heart. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's, it sells itself, I think. Yeah, and then you could do it with, uh, with you know, your spouse as well. And yeah, yeah, you could do that. Could, that, I mean, come on, that's macabre. That's just, what's the matter with you as a yeah, person, that's honestly? True. That's true. Jesus. That's a good question. <laughs> you know, you think you know a guy, eh? And he does that. <laughs> We're going down to Portland day after tomorrow. Nice. A fool. Going to go see the Thorns play, the Portland Thorns, uh, women's soccer, oh. number one team in the league, and Christine Sinclair is their star player. She's, oh. of course, she's from Burnaby, and she's uh, Canada's star player as well, and Team Canada. Is she still? Yeah, she still is. You'd think that she's getting along with She's two. definitely. Right. She's probably like. She's mm, pushing 40, I think. Probably late 30s. And that's what I was thinking too. Like she seems slow on the field and she's very careful to conserve energy, but, uh, I'll let you, I'm just going to look I'll her let up. You finish their skin. I'm looking her up. No, don't, don't okay. try to take me offline. You do this to us just constantly. <laughs> Every time we talk, you do that. Yes. 1983. So she'll be 40 next year. Wow. That's pretty You may amazing. worship me freely boys pushing 40. So she doesn't run very hard. Like she's not that player that's just constantly go, go, go all the time. And she's still like a number one player. And it's not just, of course, the goals herself, which is fun watching her play, but she's also a playmaker. She does, mm. you know, she's the one that feeds people to one of her big specialties is just awesome to watch is when she gets some kind of a breakaway, the goalie keeper has to do something, right? So the keeper might run at her. Boop. Just over. chips it over? Yep. Just over. Just so awesome to watch. We watched her score last time we were down. I think we were down two, three years ago now because of the pandemic. So you, are you like, should we be trying to get her in here? Because sounds like you're a pretty big we fan. We should, yeah. I mean, she played for Burnaby Girls Soccer Club. Oh, Sue come was past on. president. You got some connections there. Let's oh, get yeah. that happening. Jeez. Mm-hmm. You know, Mob, you and I mm-hmm. spend a lot of time every week trying to think, how can we grow the podcast? <laughs> And there's Rich sitting on gold, just do 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 another day. Well, so listeners, you can look forward. No, you can't. <laughs> you know what else was great in Europe? What? <laughs> the carnivals. Oh, holy Dinah. They got carnivals? A, they got a thing about carnivals over there, in France in particular. You're serious. And they're kind of like American style, although you can bet that American style is kind of somehow derived from European as well, right, in the long run. But yeah, they're just like magical. We went to one in Paris, and it was right there, you know, in the main kind of Paris area. And it's just quaint and charming. 
No, one of those creepy Guillermo overtones. No, like there's you know there's carnies. There you go. Right, but the weird carnies. But the carnies are not weird carnies. They can kind of you know I'm sure that in there they have cold steel hearts. They have to if you're. Oh a carny, yeah, but right? I mean, <laughs> but it's not evident. Yeah, and they're being like, and it's just charming. The kids are in the little old. They're kind of old style rides. And there's not a litter and everything's magical and the music's perfect. And Actually, the, I'm kind of getting creeped out here, <laughs> just hearing this. Yeah. And I'll send you is a video. Is this a, a permanent thing or, or is it a traveling? Every year. Every, well, in Paris, they have one every year for, I think, probably the two months, two main months of summer. Uh. But but is the space, like here, the P&E is there all year, even though it's only open for part of the year. Is it like that or? I think it's on... You know, it's on the Seine, and I, I think it's normally just part of that walkway. Of Some the public space. Yeah, public space. Yeah. 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 That's cool. It and you're just, saying they're all over the place, different it's just cities? Magical. Well, you, you'll often see carnivals and, and like a merry-go-round somewhere. I saw one that was clearly based on the U.S. theme, right? It had U.S. flags, and it's just kind of a reverse nostalgia. It's so for weird. old school American things, you know, yeah, how that yeah, yeah. can happen, right? So, yeah. Isn't there a big Disneyland in France someplace? Right. Nor- yeah, North Disneyland Paris. Is- There's a Disneyland Japan as well. But And if it was handy, I would have actually gone to Disneyland Paris. But I mean, we're spending all this money to go over there and it just doesn't... No, that uh, seems crazy. Disneyland Paris, when it first opened, I recall, didn't go smoothly. Did not go well. Well, before it even opened... People were up in arms about it. Like, this is Europe. This is not the U.S. This is not crass. This is not. Yeah. But I think it's pretty well loved. It's, you know, kind of like Disneyland's over here. It's, you know, the happiest place on earth kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's wild. I had no idea that they were big. And I mean, all kidding aside, it would be kind of fun just to see what the differences are. Because here in North America, whenever we see one of those, we have a full set of expectations about what we're going to see when we go in and how it's going to feel and everything. Right? There's a certain underlayer of grunge when you go yeah. to Playland, right? Yeah. And it would just be different and, over there. And they don't really hide their cynicism very much. No. But when you go to these ones, there's magical music going all the time. Uh, creepy like it magic. is. No, no, it's not. It feels really nice. <laughs> And the kids are, the, the rides are full of kids. They're just loving it. Do the kids it's kind of pale certain... and empty-eyed? <laughs> <laughs> As the kids approach, the they kind of, the carnies butt, you know, yeah, in their put hand. their cigarettes out. In their hand. In their hands, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I, I think I could have fed on that for a couple more hours. And the best... <laughs> Poor Sue had to put up with me, right, on the trip in general, right? (laughs) And, you know, she got a lot of this is the best food that we've had on the trip. And and truly the best food ever was after a river tour. There's something about tourism over there where they don't just rip you off at every moment. Hmm. Like here we are, there's a whole boat full of people and, and like we're talking hundreds. Yeah, just ready to open their wallets and they don't. And we managed to get off first and there's the place. It's all set up and ready to go. It's going to sell you waffles or whatever else treats. And the prices were just completely normal. Oh my God, just the waffles. And what is this? A fast food joint, right? Like yeah. it's a trailer. You're coming up, you order the waffles, 10 minutes later, they're ready. <laughs> and it's just part of the whole thing. They're just going to cook things properly. 
Like, yeah. like over here, what are they going to have? Some waffles that were cooked four hours ago. They're going to microwave them and maybe singe them a little bit somehow. Yeah. Do something. But no, these were just the propane thing. It was just the most amazing food. We liked the river cruise. It was fine. Yeah. But then the that magical moment of eating this waffle. I don't know how it is. You just get these things where you're, but, you're on vacation but, and it's just like the best. But that's the best part of vacations is the unexpected pleasures, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. you're going to be wowed by the Eiffel Tower. Of course you are. There it is. Yeah, I'm wowed. Sure enough, I'm wowed. That's great. Yeah, exactly. But, it's, you know, who knew that I was going to have the best meal of my life at a freaking trailer by the riverside after a boat? Like, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the beauty part. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, wow, I didn't think that was going to happen. The beauty of regulation, you know, I don't know what I all wonder. is regulated, but I tell you a baguette, it has to have only four ingredients, Once, one of which is water. So you got your water, you got your flour, a little bit of salt, a little bit of natural leavening, yeast, you could say. <laughs> oh my God. And they have to be baked on premises. So you can buy baguettes everywhere there. Wow. Always baked on premise. No, that's good. I'm I'm quite happy to hear that. Just because it's awful to go and feel like you're being taken advantage of. It doesn't happen that often, but it doesn't take many times before mm. you're going to mm-hmm. tell all your friends, whatever you do, don't go there. Like you're just going to end up doing that. So yeah. now instead it's like, I can't wait till I get a chance to go to France. You know, like, well, who knew? You're still going to notice stuff. Yeah. I mean, when you go to a museum, they do tend to have more than one gift shop there. Yeah. You know, they are... They're doing whatever it takes. You go to a restaurant in Havana, you have to pay to use the washroom. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. That's not a pleasant surprise, but it's it's not really onerous. It's just like, yeah. oh, Jesus. There was a lot of that. And the sad thing is that you go into the washrooms, and it's just like over here where the women have to line up. Mm. Maybe even worse. But yeah, so you go to pay, and there we are at Mont Saint-Michel. Ooh, is that the island place? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty amazing. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So I I just walk up, the guy waves me over. Right? There's the big lineup of women and I'm kind of sheepish, you know, I get yeah. my Euro and I just go in. I got out I saw a toilet unused on the guy's side and I could see the women's lineup and they can see in. Yeah. And I'm telling the last one in line, you know. But of course yeah. can't speak French really. I'm just waving my arm. She's thinking, what does he want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> These tiresome Americans. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But my pin, the pin's, the pin's too small, My right? pin. Not American. <laughs> I've got a pin. <laughs> what fun, what fun. Uh, do you know off Penzance, there's one of those island places and you can only get to it at low tide. Oh, yeah, built yeah. a causeway, but mm-hmm. it's underwater except at low tide. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, same so sort cool. of thing. And you just sort of think, to well. a castle or something, right? Well, it was the same thing. It was a monastery of some sort. Yeah. Like if there's a natural mountain that's tidal, then it's a perfect thing for a castle because the tide comes in, right? And then, so it's really hard to mount an offense. You can't lay siege very easy for sure. Yeah. Cause siege usually takes days and each time the tide comes in, you know, okay, now what are we going to do? Okay. Now let's look at the list, <laughs> not the list of other stuff that you haven't talked about from Europe. 
I think Europe is exhausted. <laughs> you know, the whole country, the whole continent is just feeling a little... Did you say exhausting? Yeah, no, exhausted. The whole continent is a little droopy today. They're, uh... <laughs> We're lucky for weather, too. Yeah. yeah oh, more, yeah. More smoke and yeah. oh, floods in Paris after we left. And super hot in Paris just before we arrived, 40, 40 degrees <sighs> high. Jeez. The day before we got there, and it was a 33 when we got there. Do they, like in Britain, they don't do air conditioning too well at all. Do they do it okay in France? Yeah, yeah. Our hotels tend to be air conditioned. Nice. And it's the good kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not the kind that it's just under the window and wakes you up at three in the morning because you're frozen to death. Oh, they're so that. loud and everything. Yeah. Yeah, the good kind, yeah. It's just very, very nice. It's just like the escalators. Half the reason you can get back to sleep is because the background noise. It's been... It's subconsciously keeping you tense all night. You're not even resting. You're just unconscious. We're going down to Portland in two days. I already <laughs> mentioned that. And we're staying at a, we're staying at one of those. Uh... <laughs> Don't try walking away from that. <laughs> we're staying at a motel. And I think we're going to have those. A motel. We're you gonna... said it the same way the last time too. What is going on with you? A motel. We're staying at a motel. Yeah. This one has a cement swimming pond. You're going to, you are going to Portland in two days. Uh, that you did mention. That. We are, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, we're going to be staying at the kind of budget motel mm. that's two blocks from the stadium. Oh, nice. So we'll see how that goes. That we're we're fun. ready to switch rooms if we need to. Did this come to you as a result of a noise remark I just made? No, no, it's because of those kind of air conditioners. Yeah. Yeah. Those things. We will definitely have those under window air conditioners and they always blast one side of the bed. So Yeah. Yeah. So one person says, oh, it was cold last night. Actually, yeah. it was pretty well perfect. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and the person who's on the far side of the bed away from the air conditioner, they're usually closest to the uh, thermostat as well. So. Yeah. But they, they pay the price if the people on the other side of the wall are misbehaving. What we do, another PSA, is we put the suitcase, we open a suitcase right in front of that AC. So instead of blasting the bed, it hits the suitcase and shoots upward like God intended. And, you know, you want your cold air to be up top, right? And then it gently wafts down over the two of you. Perfect. Did you, where did you find out about that? We figured it out somewhere along the line. Well, you well done for you, because that does seem like a really good tip. Yeah, yeah you just back the suitcase up. Yeah, in front of it, up it goes. Like intuitively, instantly makes sense, but I've never heard anybody say that before. Pro tip. So that was all worth it. The whole European thing was worth it just for that PSA. We mentioned our Patreon. (laughs) Given all these free pro tips, that's the only thing we don't have. Patreon page. Anyway, what else we got on the list? Snappers. 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 Let's do them. One thousand. Way to go. It's time again for KJ Snappers, wherein our own KJ dog tries to stump the panel with etymological quandaries he's stumbled across in his travels, and in which PJ and RJ search deep into their time-addled memories to see if they can piece together the meanings and origins of these terms. So let's play KJ Snappers. Did we do S-H-E-I-N? Shine? No. No. Not the Gilded Age, the Shine Age. Never heard of it. No idea. I got nothing. Moving on. Uh, what? Where do we get the saying in spades? Oh, that's a good one. Meaning first. 
Are we thinking this one's so obvious that we shouldn't even do the meaning? No, you're right. You've said this before, and you know I venerate your every thought, so please, context. What, is, what does in spades mean to you? Somebody says that. You got it in spades. They've got it in spades. Yeah. means that they've got it 100% correct. They or, got a load of it. Or 100% covered. They got a lot of it. I got sore muscles in spades. In spades. Because spades is the supposedly the top suit. I bet you it's bridge. Top, top suit and bridge. That's where it comes it from. It is. That's right. You got it in spades. Oh, right, right, right. That is it. Oh. So not only do you have, yeah, yeah. not only do you have a straight, yeah, or you got it in spades. You got it in spades, so that's yeah. like mm, bet you that's what covers it. it. And that's that is sort of primarily bridge too, isn't it? There's not. Is there other? No, but but spades would be the power suit in any other card. Well, I don't know. Not like bridges. I don't know, but I bet you that's where it originally comes from. Yeah, sounds right. Well, so let's not even look that up then, since I guessed that one. Let's not bother to validate whether I have to say No, and then listeners, you can correct us if we got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Kindly. You can correct us kindly. Just let us know we're wrong. Next one? Lay it on us. Taxonomy. Oh, yes. RJ knows this. Well, that will be a framework for a particular set of words that are used in a particular field. So the taxonomy for taxidermy is all those various words that are used in taxidermy. Is it just words? I didn't know that. Yeah, I've always thought it was taxonomy as a set of words that define a certain field or... See, I, I didn't know that. I thought it was just a, sort of almost another word for structure, whether it was words or ideas or mm-hmm. sort of an organizational approach. The taxonomy of this organization says that blah, 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 we've got three presidents and 16 vice presidents. I don't know. I didn't know it was just words. Is the, Shall I? Yeah. Is the practice and science of categorization or classification. Taxonomy is a scheme of classification, especially a hierarchical classification in which things are organized into groups or types. Yeah, right. So it's not just words. It's no, whatever. It's all words. So because the taxonomy, like for example, the plants, the Latin taxonomy... It's those words that classify. Like, sure, it's concepts, but the, each concept has a word. So the taxonomy for, I don't know, music will have and, and these concepts, but each concept has a word, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard to separate because, of course, it's not where the crate of A sits and where the crate of B sits. It's the idea that crate A is going to sit in a certain place yeah. and crate B is going to Jeez. No, you're right. Well done, gentlemen. This one, uh, spelt C-H-I-T-I-N, pronounced chitin. And I know what this is. Are you sure it's not C-H-I-T-O-N, or is it T-I-N? I-N. I know what it is, too. I don't know this one. It's used in cosmetics. Okay. I think. Isn't uh, isn't chitin the stuff that beetles' armor is made out of? Nice, skinny. And they crush that stuff, and they use it in makeup. So you're not accepting Moby's very confidently expressed pronunciation? No, I am. You oh, called it Chitin. I beg your pardon. I, I didn't, I'm pretty sure the way he did it was right. I've never been sure how to pronounce that okay. word. I just. Yeah. So this was in my script, which oh. I hadn't seen in the underwriter, my character. Fly lands on his forehead and he smears it away with his hand. And what's left is chitin. It's just the makeup of. 
the physical makeup of insects. Oh. What's fun is that it goes across a bunch of insects. It's not just a couple. A whole bunch of insects have that same stuff for their structure, that same crunchy Mm. stuff. So is that like the exoskeleton? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think it is all like that. Not 100 on that last. We'll get a note. Okay, moving on. Skin flint. Okay. I mean, it it means a cheap person. Tightwad. Tightwad, yeah. Nice. But why are they called a skin flint? Because their hearts are like stone. And so is their skin. So you've got flinty, but you're just making skin up. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, they can't be moved by compassion or by anything. Money is paramount, and they are mean about it in both senses. How's that? Nice. It's a little sloppy on the skin flint, like the origin of the term, wouldn't you say? Like I just guessed. I'm just making it up. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Meaning a person who spends as little money as possible, a miser. Yeah. The expression skin flint dates back to the 1600s. 1699. The image is of someone who is so miserly, he will skin off a bit of flint to sell. Miserly. Well, that's fun. Oh, I got you. You're so miserly, you'll skin I'm not editing that out at all. (laughs) Flint is a plentiful substance, and the amount of money one would gain from such an endeavor would not be worth the trouble. Yeah. But this person is so miserly. Oh, that's excellent. They'll just skin a little bit of flint off and try and sell it separate. That's so much more fun than what I made up. That's excellent. Actually skin the flint and sell the little chips separately. That's interesting. Wow, that's great. Moving on. Okay. Ortolan, O-R-T-O-L-A-N. It's mm. Nilo now spelled backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of that. Ortolan. Ortolan. Ortolan? Ortola. Where's Ortola, Florida? Ortolan, and in brackets I have bunting. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I know what bunting is. So do I. So that's it. That's probably just all Ordlan is is a form of bunting. It's right? when you got someone on base. No. <laughs> I can't say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he points at me. Cancelled. <laughs> Cancelled. Uh, um, so this was. Yeah, also- you can't cancel me. I got my rights. My First Amendment rights here in Canada. This was also in my script where I describe Ortolan chewing high society suits or Ortolan chewing suits at a party. And Ortolan is a small bird. And I think it might be of Southeast Asian origin, this whole idea, that is deep fried live. Okay. And then put on presented to for munchies for rich people and you pick them up by the beak oh, it's a delicacy that yes. is so gross i'd never heard heard of that before yes. me either well, and now my you life know. was happier <laughs> wow that's horrible well that's like monkey brains and stuff isn't it except for it's a live bird so do you have to eat all the feathers and everything deep fried apparently wow well i hope most of those callous sophisticates ended up with all kinds of digestive calamities as a result of we that. All, we all hope that's good. That's horrible. Jesus. Next one is fee simple row houses. What does fee simple mean? Mm, I've heard of this before. Me too, and I cannot. It's, 
it's related to mortgages. I actually can't remember, but I, I had reason to kind of to look it that. up. Oh. Yeah, because I think it shows up in mortgage contracts or something, or is it leases maybe? But, but f- uh, so, so in this context, it's fee simple row houses, right? No. That's sort of where you see it. I mean, the only place I've ever seen. It. I've got it here. In English law, a fee simple or fee simple absolute is an estate in land, a form of freehold ownership. A fee is a vested, inheritable, present possessory interest in land. A fee simple is real property held without limit of time under common law, whereas the highest possible form of ownership is a fee simple absolute which is without limitations on the land's land's use. The rights of the fee simple owner are limited by government powers of taxation, compulsory purchase, police power. So is that sort of like... uh, So it's unencumbered full ownership. Is that... The only encumbrance is what government can do, which is like tax you. But, for example, it's not a 99-year lease. You just own it. Oh, so it's... Right, it's, uh, but but because you're attached in a row house, there's right. no there's no community like you yeah. you own and it's they yours. they that's stipulate right. that because it, it is attached in row houses. Right, I'll bet you that's much better understood by people in Britain mm. or New York City or San Francisco places where yeah. that because we don't have that many row houses. Here. No, yeah. okay, but yeah, so it's not like a strata where everybody's got to follow certain rules. You own this thing and it's yours to do. You can paint it a different color if you want. You just got to pay right, your taxes. Right. Kind of making that up, but I, that's the sense that I have. In history, it says the word fee is related to the term fife, meaning a feudal land holding. Mm. Oh, fief. Fiefdom. Fiefdom. Fief, <laughs> not fife. Okay. Thanks, guys. Moving on. Just about done. Panaboat. So what's a panabote? Well, I've heard panabode all the time. A panabode with a D. Um, and, and it's actually a name brand. P-A-N, abode, A-B-O-D-E. It's a company that specializes in these little quick build kind of trailers and stuff. They're made of sort of like... So we keep it over in the panabode. Yeah, they're, they're, they're logs, are they're wood that's about this thick and it's got tongue and groove and you just click the whole it's building together with prefab yeah okay well. and the first time i heard it i heard panel boat <laughs> and for a long time i was going why where's this panel boat they're talking about that's exactly what happened here cromer talks about the panel boat down below and the yeah. property down below yeah and i'm sure it's a panel boat yeah but yeah. i'm thinking panel boat because i'm sure that i saw at one point there was a boat that was up on dry, right. you know, sitting in the air on the land. And I yeah, thought yeah. that that's what he was referring <laughs> to. It's a pan boat. It's a house. It, it's a little, I or, never, and for some reason I, I didn't want to ask him. I didn't. Can even be a shack. Yeah. What's a pan boat? Quick right? build thing. Yeah. Oh, because of Buddy. Um, cut to the quick. Okay. Well, that's. I actually know the origin better than I know the actual meaning. Then lay it on us because I can only guess. Well, yeah, I'm just guessing too. But I mean, when you cut a dog's nails or a pet's nails, I suppose even your nails, but the quick is that little kind of red part and there's actual nerve endings in there. And blood. And so if you're going to cut to the quick, you're going to get it down as small as you possibly can. 
to the quick, but not into the quick. So just barely, just there. As I thought it was there, you went into it. Like the expression refers to a piercing pain. I'm cut to the quick. Oh, His indifference cut me to the quick. And oh. I think that means you've gone a little too far with the clippers and you've oh, got the nerve and you've the got quick. the blood. Okay, whereas I thought it, you just went as far as you could without causing the pain. Uh, I think, well, I could be wrong. Well, no, maybe. I think it's... I'm says your experience. See, I would have thought it's cut. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to look it up. I think uh, skinny. You're you're right. Just because that's. Yeah, but I didn't have cut the, me to the quick. I didn't have the dog connection. I wasn't thinking about dog claws. I was thinking about our hands. We have quicks on our fingers, but the dog one makes way more sense. Yeah, you you got it right. Yeah, it means deeply wound or distress. Yeah, as in his criticism cut her to the quick. Yeah. This phrase uses the quick in the sense of a vital or a very sensitive part of the body, such as under the fingernails. Oh, gotcha. so that. Yeah, but I, I, I'm sure it comes from dog care because we don't. The quick on our fingers is, I think, it's way down here. Well, you can imagine before they had the the handy little fingernail cutters yeah. we have, they you know kind of use Yee. scissors, and before that would be knives, right? Yeah. And you can imagine that you would cut yourself to the quick. Aye, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well Those done. Okay, one last one. Lay it on us. We're Canadian ready. dainty. Ooh, I think that's pejorative about Canadians in general. But no, uh, it's some kind. It's one of those things. It's yeah. like calling one of those jackets that are black and red plaid a Surrey dinner jacket. So a Canadian dainty is going to turn out to be like a, a raw pike or something like that or a, a bull testicle or something like that. You know what I mean? It's going to be... It's going to be some rough and ready thing that Canadians eat and regard as a treat. Only the rest of the world sees it as, oh my God, you eat that? Well, if it was Canadian delicacy, I might say yes. Yeah, but it's going to be revolting. Whatever it is, it's going to be Well, getting back to being pinned in Fargo, Uh I had to uh, look up a mid-Atlantic accent. Oh, is that an accent? It's an accent. Canadian dainty is is excellent. The, the, the Canadian counterpart to Mid Atlantic in yeah. the twenties and thirties and the movies and oh, okay, high society. Oh, it, that's it, very fun. Isn't that interesting? So, can you give us a Canadian dainty accent? No, I, I don't think like. <sighs> is it is it just exclusively Ontario? Is that? Oh, probably, probably <laughs> might even be Ottawa for all I know. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I don't think they had examples of the accent, but I, I got to think that it's close to mid-Atlantic, which is a cross between American and British, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's it for uh, Snappers this week. The new phones are coming out September 7th. So if you're looking to buy a new phone, you should wait. Of course, this episode will come out, what, December 15th? Yeah, it's just... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, so Apple announced that they had got... This was an odd thing to me, too. And help me kind of piece this together because I I honestly don't know what to make of it. They announced that they had discovered there's a major security exposure with Apple's operating systems right now where hackers could 
you know, take advantage of this exploit to get to your files, I believe, on your hard drive, something like that. And so they said, make sure and update your, your devices. Oh, okay. And then they, I think they went on to say that we think we'll have an operating system update in a couple of months, probably 16, that will correct this. And so I thought, hang on. So you've now told the entire world, like the bad guys already knew, but now all the lesser guys now also know, oh, there's like an exploit. Like, why do you announce that and encourage people to update when they can't get a fix for it for months? Well, I, I actually didn't pay too much attention to this one. I just updated. But uh, I think that what could cause that is that they've fixed whatever the most recent attack is, but the, the, the software is vulnerable in that someone can develop a new attack and then they're going to have to fix that and then fix that and then fix that. So every time someone comes up, so presumably what's coming out in a couple months is so that people can't keep developing new attacks against this particular vulnerability. That's an excellent answer. I'm just making it up. Though. No, but that's an excellent, that makes some sense. Yeah. Thank you. Jeez, I'm glad that came up because I really did wonder. I just sort of thought, what? why would you do that? And that's a good answer. What happens if you've got a device that simply won't accept? You know, so for instance, let's say I still had yeah. an iPad that I got in 2010. Okay, so there's a couple things going on there. First of all, Apple will keep updating vulnerabilities a couple of versions all back. All the way back. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think Catalina is the, the oldest supported one, so they actually are patching that. And then if you get people who are even older than Catalina, like you are, you're on Mojave, the percentage is so low of those people that the hackers are just not going to go against. And, and if people are still on Mojave, they typically aren't a good target anyway. Yeah. Well, I've taken a lot of solace in being a small fish just in general for that reason. Like I'm not worth spending effort on, but that's also a very good answer. Thank uh, you again. Yep. But yeah, there's all kinds of com things coming in iOS 16. I'm actually liking it. I, when I looked over it, I thought, oh, I'll like that. I'll like that. The one that people seem to like the most, I really don't care much about, but it people are a lot of personalization on the home screen now. So you can, you know, exhibit your personality more in terms of, you can put your picture on the home screen, you know, the lock screen. P people use the lock screen to have a quick look at the clock, for example. Yeah. You can put your picture on there so that you're kind of in front of the clock. You know, you can, the numbers, enough of the numbers visible so you can see it. But it's just kind of nice little things that people like. It's qu quite clear that I'm going to be under some pressure to develop a personality then because yeah. none of yeah. this is... Yeah, it's kind of like flair, you know, in office space, wearing flair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of the same idea, right? <laughs> like anybody cares. Oh, okay, well, I don't know. But yeah, I know like um, instead of the translation that I just loved that mm. I talked about earlier, now in iOS 16, when you hold your camera up, you just touch on the little button and say translate. So you, you can do just immediate translation as opposed to taking a picture of the menu and then going into the photo yeah. and then trans. It's just that much yeah. more immediate. I was all excited. I was showing Griffin. Hey, Griffin, there's this thing. I, I want to try it out where, you know, this is in Europe again, sorry. Then <laughs> you just hold the phone up and you press the microphone. You talk to them and, it, and then it says it to them. Yeah. And then when they talk back to you, you touch their microphone. Now you're holding a real conversation. Griffin goes, they hate that. <laughs> so, so I never did do that. Apparently, apparently it's a thing. Tourists get all excited. The dweeby ones, you yeah. know, the nerds, right? Yeah. Well, this is going to be great. And apparently it's not appreciated. I'm trying to think how it, well, I guess it would be received as a lack of effort. 
I think so. Okay. Well, you're on fire there. That, that was a very good responses to that uh, security thing okay. to iOS 16. I, I actually do appreciate that because I just thought, what the damn hell? Just like that, too. That's how it is in my head. What's what the, the damn, damn hell? hell? And occasionally that surfaces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when I wake up. <laughs> what the damn hell? Life? at the end of another wonderful time in the shed where we just sit around like three old guys who really don't have other better things to do. But we hope it was as good for you as it was for us. There was Buddy voicing his approval. I think there's going to be more of that before I get out of here if I don't hurry. That's great. So I will hurry. Developing his vocabulary. Yeah, he's working it over. You guys take care of yourself and KJ will take care of Buddy, not us. He's doing a great job. Oh, there goes my fingers. Take care of yourselves. We'll talk soon. Say goodnight, boys. Goodnight, boys. Goodnight. Goodnight.